This is episode 50, March 4, 2017, with your host, Mitt Tope. Thank you all for listening. And now listening for over a year now, some of you. Thank you especially for you. Today, we have a special guest, Ramblin' Ranger, joining us. Friend of mine for closing in on 40 years. We've been smoking together for maybe 30. When I say smoking, token. No cigarettes, I don't think, ever were shared between us in, in our life. Lots of bongs, pipes, joints. Lots of ways we were figuring out how to... Gas mask was one of the greater inventions that came up through the world. So excited to have Ramblin' Ranger on. Been asking him for over a year to help me with getting on here, trying to practice getting this done, doing some Skype. Finally got him on. We had a good time. If nothing else, just a chance for you voyeurs out there to listen in on a conversation of great friends. What it can be after 30 years. We uh, lived next to each other since we were six and eight. Did lots of high school stuff, partying, running around the woods, Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer kind of life with us. Uh, like I said uh, later in the show, uh, I'll thank Ramblin' Ranger here. He has always been the ranger in my life, pushing my physical limits as far as they could go. Lots of things. I don't even believe. Um, quick story here. Nothing to do with cannabis, but hiding down, catching crayfish by the creek. We um, grew up in Pennsylvania. So, witchcraft, lots of places around there. There was a house on the other side of these woods that was known for those kind of things happening. We're down catching salamanders, crayfish, 10, 8 years old, 12 years old. In the cornfield next to us, we hear some rustling. There are people walking through the cornfield up against this, and this is a solace for us. We never heard anyone coming through these woods. It was just us walking through here. So to hear someone coming through the cornfield on the other side, very scary. I immediately go to run. Ramblin' Ranger, no. Let's stay. Let's see what's going on. No, we gotta get out of here, I'm saying. He's like, no, let's stay. And that's a lot of what life with Ramblin' Ranger was like. Just stay. Let's see what happens. Let's let's push it. Let's see what's going on. As we waited, they got closer and closer. I am like a stitching little rabbit, ready to flee. He's holding me there. Pretty much got his hand on my shoulder. We saw two people come out of the cornfield. Hey, boys, come here! I bolted. There was nothing holding me back at that point. We go running up through the woods. Two people come chasing us. I don't know if they were male or female. I, I'm assuming one was male. Hey, boys! The other could have been female. Chased us up through the woods. We finally made it out of the woods. It was like Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Made it out of there. They stopped at the edge. Didn't chase us any further the woods. We made it out and away. Ramblin' Ranger. Always pushing Mid-Toker. Thank you. Thanks for being friends all these years. Let's toke. To when friends gather. We'd like to get a bit funky now. This one's called Doogie Wild. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, welcome Ramblin' Ranger. Hmm. 
you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so happy. This is, you have no idea how this is making me feel. Very happy. <laughs> very happy. All right. This takes it to a whole nother place, man. You're coming into a whole new arena here in the world of, uh, of what exists online. That's mm. a special day. I know, we talk all the time anyway, so it's, it, this is kind of fun. So we'll see. What are you smoking? What are you, what are you smoking right now? Mm. Tonight, I am enjoying some XJ13 from uh, the Estaquah Cannabis Company. And I think I'm going to mix it up with a little cookies hash. Oh, man. Did you ever find out what that XJ13 meant? Mmm. No, I did not. I don't know the reason for its name. I just, uh, yeah, after we were talking about the other night and you might have just looked it up just the way you are That's cool. <laughs> it's entirely possible I did and forgot it uh, mm. I've got this um, Dutch passion pre-roll that I am not smoking right now but I've emptied into my grinder and I'm pulling pinches off of it and putting it in the pipe here Is I've that heard right? of that I've heard really? of that yeah. awesome. that's good that's, uh, just, that's what uh, well, I'm gonna say that's what legal weed's a good thing about legal weed is we get to have um, those strains. You can have it in one place, and I can have it in one place, and might be the same, right? It might. It <laughs> right. might. For like, all we know. When we're sitting there talking about, um, uh, like, just weed that we used to get from whoever, there's no way that was the same. Very remote chance. But when we're sitting there right. calling it by name, it's eh, chance. It is true. What, so have you been smoking already? No, I've waited. I have waited. Oh, nice. Well, go ahead. Spark up, because I've been, um, I've been definitely hitting on this, uh, uh, what is it? Yeah, the, the best fashion. I think my, uh, my friend Schwartzy was growing some of that, uh, oh, nice. passion. And uh, XG13 is a hybrid cross of Jack Herr and ah. G13 Haze. Ah, Jack Herr. Oh man, I should know that one then. It is a special night. Oh yeah. Well, thanks for having me into your world. Uh, I've been asking. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So happy you're here. You it's got, been a long time. I know it's it's um yeah just in any normal world and then we we face so many things it's hard to even it's fun that we actually uh, like in inviting you here on Far North Tokers that we're just gonna talk cannabis. We got well, into so much trouble being younger. That was uh we yes we got in so much trouble. We, it was like Tom Sawyer Huck Finn trouble though. Do you think it was any more though than any other kids? I mean, I, I sometimes I hear stories about what people do, and um, I don't think we got into that much more trouble really than other people. That's that's reassuring. I, I sometimes doubt it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we could have gotten into a lot worse trouble. I don't know. Oh we, yes. We, we, 
saw our share of shit, but I yeah. think our mostly, uh, at least before cannabis came in, was mostly uh, like vandalism, huh? Breaking stuff. Vandalism, having either too much time on our hands or not enough distractions. Yes, uh, cannabis fulfilled that. We've known each other, I don't know, it's got to be, it is coming up on 40 years. Smoking yeah. together, 30 years. I think about it, I can't remember how old I was when we met, or what the circumstances were exactly, somewhere in the neighborhood back in the day, but shit, I must have been, I don't know, eight or nine or something, maybe? Yeah, so, I, I think we're, so. We're, we're closing in on 40, and that's, God, it's crazy. It's such a vast majority of my life. Poof. I know to have one uh, pretty much constant. We haven't changed too much. One of the things I've learned about moving around is um, I've tried to be different people, different places, but I'm just just who I am. I just throw myself in a different setting. Just can't really change much. Yeah, that is true. I can relate. <laughs> Sitting there seeing, um, I guess, seeing you, it, uh, I still see so many faces of Russ running down in the woods, uh, just fishing, not or me not fishing, me watching you fish. <laughs> Lots yeah. of good hikes, just tearing up those woods. That was one of the, we just got energy out that way. Mm. That place was an oasis. Uh, we were lucky to have that to run to. I, I honestly don't know what I would have done as a kid otherwise without a place to go like that. Had oh, we lived in definitely. a city or something, uh, who knows what we would have gotten into. Yes, what a gift our parents gave us from moving out of Baltimore up to the northern lands, get up into Pennsylvania. Hmm. Yeah, it was another world. Hmm. So what um, do you, you – I have one thing I do know about you. You either have selective memory or shitty memory. <laughs> Maybe both. And it's probably some of both, yeah. So what is the um, – What do you remember the first time you smoked? I definitely remember the first time I smoked. The first time? Oh, man. I think I do. Um, it was either in high school, actually, with um, a couple of guys that I think we both knew. Uh, I think that was it. I might. Have, I think I was. I was older. I think in comparison to a lot of people who have their first toke. Um, what was I? Sixteen, fifteen, something like that. So yeah, I think I remember it. Nice. What what happened? Um, we were at a party, and I think Hold we were driving. Hold on a second. I'm gonna edit this part out. Of this fucking damn motherfucking water pump. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right come back in <laughs> so what uh in three, yeah so what happened two. uh if i remember correctly we were at a party and i think we were leaving to go to another party and i was in the back seat and uh one of the guys uh, one of the guys was like hey we got some uh some weed you want to smoke and i was like eh. Uh, yeah, sure. 
didn't say yes right away, but figured, <laughs> what the hell, what do I have to lose? And uh, it was a fun night. Well, um, did Was it a pipe? Do you remember what you smoked out of or a joint? Uh, it was a pipe. It was one of those kind of classic uh, small metal pipes. It's like three, four inches long. It's got the pudgy round bowl on top. You could screw the bowl on and off. Ah, uh, yes. That's, sort that's of like hilarious. I don't know what the name is for those, but... No, yeah, me neither, but yeah, that's when you just, the classic screw metal pipe, that is um, for sure, like a plumber's yeah. piece. Yeah, I don't remember much more about, like, uh, now I notice more the uh, flavors and aromas, and I think it was just uh, some swag, trash weed, that was about all you ever saw in Pennsylvania. Right. Uh, at the time, at the place. I think there's definitely yeah. times that I've smoked recently that I go back to that same familiar taste and like, whoa, I don't know if it's when I exhale or off a pipe. It's usually off a wooden pipe. I think mm. it might be that memory of what that tastes like or something. But I have only smelled that at um, at shows or oh. concerts or something. Yes, yeah, I know what you're saying. Only, and it's one like you catch a hundred whiffs of it during the show, but it's always that one that's like, oh, that's somebody smoking some trash weed. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's what it is? It must you're, be what it is, I guess. Oh, huh? uh, some. I mean, you're in a like a sea of dank, and like the the wisps are coming by you, and they're all different, you know. And then that one comes through, and it's yeah, it's not a smell I associate with the good stuff, but. That's funny. I've just interesting. I've always just associated it with um, just my classic first times, but that must be well, yeah, because it wasn't good. I remember the first time yeah. smelling it, being at a Who show, thinking mm. and a friend tells us tells me that you'll know what it smells like when you smell it, <laughs> and that classic smell, just that yeah burning. I almost think yeah, it's the way it should be for first first smoke. Like, can you imagine being introduced to? You know, like some XJ13 as your first rip, and I, it, that would be a, another world. Oh no, wasn't well? Don't they weren't the um, the Beatles with uh, uh, damn, what's his name? I can almost uh, I can't find his name. Guitar player hanging out with the Beatles. Yeah, that he introduced him to pot. Mm, I am not familiar with that story. Same, mm, I don't know. It's uh, it's like an L. Oh, it's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is where my notoriously bad memory doesn't help any. Uh, I've never heard that story. Like Bob Dylan or one of those yes, old. Yes, yes, that's what I'm thinking. The L, the Dylan. Yep, Bob Dylan. Uh, hmm. Yeah, supposedly he happened. introduced him to Bob for the first time. But there's a famous story that Bob Dylan introduced you guys to pot for the first time. He you had never tried it before, and that's the story. And I thought, is that true? No, it is true. But it he, is true. he didn't actually give us it. He was in the room. <laughs> so was he was not the supplier? No. <laughs> Bob Dylan's your dealer. <laughs> now, Bob was in the room in the hotel when uh, it was was arranged that uh, someone else would bring some stuff in. Someone who will not be We got there. high yeah. and we laughed our asses off. Do you, now this was, so the, 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 the four of you tried it for the first time, who was the one that went first? Or did you all? I went first. <laughs> How was that? Yeah. How did you? Well, 
How did you, how did you, how was that decided? The drummers always go first. Yeah. <laughs> and last, yes. Yeah, yeah. More than his share. How was it decided that you would go first? Well, you were just how it was. You were the no, adventurous one. We didn't one. draw lots. Just, <laughs> it was no, a very... It was like, okay, let's go. You know, we had a, a suite, we had a living room, yeah. and in the bedroom was where it was happening. Those yeah, things. yeah. You know, it was against the law then. Not like now, it's okay. Wow. I'll have to fact check the story afterwards and delete if, if wrong. <laughs> oh, God. That is funny. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's my first time. Yeah, I, mine was similar, just being at, you know, being at a dance and going over to um, uh, sitting in the back of the Chevelle, Ronnie Hudler and Pat Furley, sister in the back, and they were passing the ball back and forth from the front seat and would always go to pass it back and like oh, no nah, it's okay it's okay and then we went out to like uh, some abandoned construction area and they're passing the ball back and forth and also a bottle of whiskey or something and the ball just went past me and I just reached out and grabbed it mm. yeah, well, coughed yeah, like crazy I remember not being a cigarette smoker Oh yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Clay, I never got started smoking cigarettes. Yeah, me too. I think that's in my life, I, maybe ten. I do enough smoking as it is. Yeah, they say all this research now, saying it's not even doesn't even hurt your lungs, maybe even helps your lungs. <laughs> that's what I want to believe, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Then, we lo- then we lucked out. It's the medicine, man. It's the medicine. Oh, yeah. mm, let's see, no, hit. I think I. Ah, that's always good. You know, it's always good when uh, you look down and your pipe's still full. You can't even hit mm. it yet. Oh, I'll let you catch up. <laughs> Here we go. The XJ's blasting off. You're not normally. That's got to be a sativa, huh? It's a hybrid. So I'm not sure which is dominant. Which Jack her? <coughs> yeah, I don't know. I would think anything with that guy's name, and that's going to be sativa, because that's what uh, that's what the straight up one was. Yeah, it's a according to my smartphone. Uh, sativa dominant. Yeah, not to be. G13 haze. I'm not sure what that is. I must be the indica. G13 isn't that like the um, the legendary uh, government where they took it aside and made the medical super plant? I think something about the G13 is reminding me of something like that. Mm, so if somebody right, yeah. took that and added haze to it. Whatever it is, it sounds great, but it's a dumbass name. XJ, what, XJ34? Thirteen. Yeah, I guess you get the thirteen in there, right? The G13 plus the... But then what's X... Oh, I got it. Cross Jack Hair uh, 13. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Just simple, instead of making something new. 
And if you didn't know that, it just has like a mysterious name, almost like any secret government project. It just has a number. Right. That's what's good about knowing the backstory. Always good about the backstory. Yeah. Being able to appreciate your herb. So what is that's one of the things I wanted to talk about and get right into that maybe is just all the the different plethora of pleasures that you get to enjoy with legal weed. Going to, I mean, do you remember the first um, person you would buy it from? Do you, uh, who did you buy it from first? Do you remember that? How that happened? Uh, first ever would have been our mutual acquaintance. Really, the, the Dampre? <laughs> yes, that would be wow. my first. Uh, I, I then I mean, technically we, speaking, yeah. Interesting. I think I got it from uh, Hudler is where I got mine. Like just a little, I think I gave him something, you know, got something small back. But then, yeah, then I probably got it through him next. Oh, man. That was mm. coming through an interesting segment in town. I don't even know the whole backstory of how that all came in. but I can't imagine either. I mean, I can, uh, who knows? He had a way of getting involved in things. Uh, I'm not even sure I think he got hurt in that accident and then um, I was hanging around out with him a lot because I was getting off uh, when we were working UPS maybe getting off work early in the morning and he was there laying up in his bed all gimped out and I'd go show up and hang out with him Hmm. oh man yeah I haven't thought about that in a while uh, Which piece is gimpiness or um, UPS? All of, all of it. Yeah, UPS. Um, That's crazy. Some short, short working days and too much fun after. Mm, deciding to go to Hawaii after work. <laughs> Sitting there and what an adventure that led to. for UPS we were package car guys we we loaded cars in the morning from 48 we did that for a while he was working there he got me a job there we busted ass at that job we were one of the best actually kicked ass kicked ass and every day get off work we uh, go down to this one park sit there watch a watch a stream go by get high go our different ways he go back down to Baltimore, I head back up to Pennsylvania. We, um, and sitting there talking, his parents would always go to Maui every year. And they offered me, they said, you know, if, if you pay for your plane ticket, you can go with us. We're going to have extra room. Um, we'll pay for all the food there, just anything extra, you know, pay for. I was uh, 21 at the time. As we are, as the date gets closer and closer to that vacation, it was spring, we're winding down, um, UPS, and we just thought, man, if we're going to be spending $1,000 to get there, we've got three weeks of a vacation, let's just stay. 
let's just stay in Maui. That started a whole line of adventures. Get there, we had an apartment, got a job, temp job. We rode a bike everywhere. That whole island of Maui was traversed by Ramblin' Ranger and Mid-Toker on bikes. Whew, seer special too, not much. So we ended up in Maui. We had some good times. Oh, why, oh, why can't I? I oh, someday I wish upon a star. Wake up with the clouds up far behind. Me. Oh, you remember buying weed in, in Hawaii? A couple definitely um, memorable Hawaiian buys. <laughs> Go ahead, tell Chimmins. I'm gonna say oh. smoke. Oh, Chimmins. Okay, I, this is. I have to dig deep into the memory. So, for some reason, you did not go to work that day. Yeah, I, I remember forget, not going to work. I forget day. what. Job, I might not have been even working. Yeah, I forget what job I was even coming back from. To be is honest, that, with you. you were doing like the uh, car rental place, maybe. Could have been, but we were still down at. Uh, Luluka place there. So I don't think right. I was in there at that time. I can't remember. Anyway, I just remember yeah. riding back on You're my bike. You're by yourself, for sure. Riding back on my bike. Uh, hot as fuck day. And I gotten just toward the end of a long bike ride. Like, it was like seven miles away or some shit, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Into the headwind, coming back. Anyway, so I pull off the main road. I'm coming. I'm on one of the side streets. Still a ways to go, but it's still hot. And I'm, yeah, pedaling hard. And this car pulls up next to me, rolls down the window, and I just, I just ignore him. I said, I'm beat. Don't really feel like giving directions or whatever. The guys, like, you <laughs> want <laughs> <laughs> And I was kind of ignored it. But then I said, what? And he says, do you want some chimmins? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I think he made the gesture of smoking like a joint. And, uh, and so I'm still riding my bike. And they're still riding next to me. Uh, and I was like, man... I have six dollars in my pocket. I don't have any money. And we didn't have a lot of weed then. That was in uh, days of just smoking on the weekends. We didn't have anything. I God, man, it was it was crazy for a while. And he's like, "Fine, that's fine. I'll take six dollars." I can't remember if it was six dollars. It might have been twelve dollars. It was some retardedly low number. Yeah, you, know, you don't buy weed for right. six dollars. And so I stopped my bike, and they pull over. And it's two guys, and I, can't, I think it was just the passenger guy got out, and they opened the trunk. Is uh, if I remember, a paper shopping bag, the large one, you know, uh, what was it? About a third full of uh, like trimming leaves. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll buy that for six dollars." So I gave him my six dollars and I got that back and I stuffed it in my backpack and I think it was maybe a mile from home. And uh, I forget exactly what I said when I came home, but I was like, man, I got some shit. 
<laughs> Same shit for you. You're not going to believe this. Oh, no, I and think I, you just opened it up on the table. Like you just plop, plopped it on that kitchen <clears throat> table we had. Oh, yeah. That's good yeah, to hear that. So, Trimmins. I thought I was saying Chimmins. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, forever it was like that. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Just crazy you think about the things you would do then that you would not necessarily do now. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'd buy drugs from two <laughs> parent homeless people living in a car or whatever. Well, we were one, like, Nowadays. half a step away from that. Oh, we yeah. weren't far from those people. Too funny. And had no weed. And when someone's taking 12 bucks for, uh, to give you some chimmins. So we had that. And then I think we probably got weed from, uh, that Ron guy. Oh, I, can't, Ron. I can't remember if that, we were, what was our other crazy deal down there other than, Nelson. Uh, Nelson. Yeah. We got weed from Nelson all the time. Like he was, he had that, uh, Remember you get like that blister pack with three nugs in it and oh man, we were smoking out of that little bong, drive down to the beach, well drive down in our, in our uh, motorized bikes by our pedaling. Uh, I can't believe we never got hit by a car, killed, or had uh. some severe crashes. I remember when I worked up at the tropical plantation, it was on, at the top of a long hill, like miles long, with a significant elevation gain. So when I would ride my bike home and come down that hill, I would coast for at least a good 10, 15 minutes fast, uh, wearing shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> you know? To have a wipeout as fast as I was going, oh my God, would have been catastrophic. But we had no brakes in those things at the end, did we? Five Just nights Destroyed bikes. The pleasure of not having to pedal, uh, even though you were going so fast. Mm. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, we get some in the mail. Your mom would send some Avon. Mm. That's right. Crazy stuff she used to do. <laughs> I know. Oh. Have, having that, uh, those Avon things. Oh, man, to have the access to that, that was fun. That was one of the early chances when we would actually get a chance and then grow in. Mm. Avon was, uh, it was, it seemed so, it was better, better weed for sure. Uh, I, th I think that's just what made it so special. Uh, we got to step like back. If we're even talking, taking a sentence to talk about it, we need to explain what this is. Okay. Um, we were getting no weed. It was really hard for us to get weed. We're probably, what, uh, were we 21, under 21 at this point, maybe, 20 and 18? Something like that, yeah. So uh, she had a friend who sold Avon, I guess, on the side. Avon Cosmetics. Oh, right. And I wonder if Avon is even a, a known thing anymore. Does that exist anymore? Yeah, I think I feel like I need to explain it. <laughs> I know. I'm glad I'm, you did. People would actually buy things from other people. <laughs> out of their car. Uh, just because, I don't know, you just took for granted that it was not going <laughs> to get. Uh, but yeah, so 
that friend of hers also just had access. So she would, um, I think they were just ace. Uh, no, no, no way. It was a quarter. You think it was a quarter? Yes. Cause you uh, would, it was like 50 bucks for a quarter. And it, it was 50 bucks. That's for sure. I remember that. Um, and it was danky. It was, it was yeah. the dankiest we were getting at that time. But she, the friend, would bring it to uh, her house in a small Avon bag since mm. uh, she had ready access to the Avon. And it would not be unusual to be delivering Avon. Um, so the whole well. thing was just, yeah. Would she I just suspect. order it like when she'd call up? It wasn't it just, uh, I'll get one bag of Avon or two bags of Avon? I think it was done that way. I'll take two Avons. That's right. how it, I think it happens. You got that confidence. You got that style. You got that winning look. And so would a smile, so would a smile. And look out for you now. Man, what a way to have to do weed. And now all those games of calling. Remember calling up people with funny names like is Mary in town or um, is it good time to come over? Just all the silent talk you had to do trying to connect with people or hmm, waiting in cars. Oh, waiting in cars. You and I spent lots of time waiting in cars for people to come back. Yeah, that that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> well, if I had it to do over again, I wouldn't be uh, so timely. That's for sure. So timely? What do you mean? Um, I only I guess because we were. It was always uh, um, we were always so desperate to get it. Like if someone said, "Meet me here." at this time that's what you were going to do yes. uh, and of course they were never there at that time um, so yeah that's one good thing one good change that's come about during the golden age oh, and trying to find a smoke spot when you didn't have a smoke spot but we had lots of places to drive around to in the country pull off the side of the road hang out and no one would pass like, we'd be sitting mm-hmm. there on the side of the road for hours listening True. to some Frampton or I don't even know what else we were to do. That Frampton was a big one. Paul Simon. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot. Man, we went through a lot of music. A lot of good music. Frampton and Simon, for sure. Yeah, that was a, a good. Uh, that's a good benefit of the rural uh, upbringing we had. There's places like on a summer night, and it's light out to nine thirty, ten, 
and you could just crash in a car. I think one of your cars had a sunroof, didn't it? Yes. Windows down in shorts and not be hot or cold and just chilling uh, with very few concerns. Oh, being down at that bridge was one of my favorite spots. Favorite spots yeah. in life, being at that bridge. That's... Uh, I remember that bridge, yeah. We used to go down there a lot. We used to use it as an access point to go downstream through that meadow and forest or go mm. upstream. Right, definitely. Lots of camping around there. It must have felt mm. must have felt safe for us. I, and no one ever lived there in that little house. It's a wonder. Just stayed yeah. baking all the time. We were always around it. I have a lot of memories of that place, but one that always stands out is I saw one of the biggest snakes I've ever seen in my fucking life uh, <laughs> under that bridge. Uh, that it was just—I'm pretty sure it was just a black snake, just an ordinary black snake. But that thing looked like a king cobra. It had to be like ten feet long. It, well, even though I was far away from it, I was like, "Holy shit!" That is a big ass snake. We saw lots of them here in Pennsylvania. Lots of those black snakes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, God, it's amazing. We never fell off of any of those crazy rocks we used to climb on or <laughs> get bit by snakes or copperheads and shit down there. Uh, Kenny, we just didn't know not to be afraid or to be afraid. True. Just that tore is through so it. True. <laughs> we just laid down uh, plastic and laid in the woods. <laughs> Waking up in the, in the morning and, and there'd just be mist everywhere. He couldn't see anything. I remember a good morning. Um, I, I don't know if there was even weed involved this night. It was uh, the mushroom night down at the gorge. But didn't we wake up the next day and like a group of kayakers came walking through our camp oh, yeah. they were walking around the gorge and they were like, are you guys okay? Yeah. They walked through during. I just remember that morning too, another crazy morning waking up. and yeah. Oh, did we, um, did you talk to them? Did we answer them? I, might, uh, I think we just said, yeah, we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> don't, don't worry about us. And we must have uh, just been, uh, we must have looked some kind of interest. For someone to come up into our camp and ask if we're okay. <laughs> what was going on there? I really don't remember. I think 
You might have been like laying on the ground. You call me strong, you call me weak, but still your secrets I will keep. You took for granted all the times I never let you down. Outside, like around the fire, like on the ground. I don't even remember where Jerry was. He was running through the woods, banging, banging <laughs> <on> the trees. <laughs> if I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive, and well, will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman my kryptonite. <laughs> and, uh, I think I might have just been coming out of the tent or something. I, I don't remember exactly, but... Yes, you might have turned him away then, because I, I remember just laying there and feeling them come through and didn't know who they were. So Getting there were a couple, lift off. couple other areas back around that old bridge. Uh, there was the cairn, that high ground above it. Or oh. didn't you guys, you one of you guys discovered it. Um, I think it was up up above old Shelley's house. You would turn right off down this little farming path into this little grove of trees that was like so perfectly oh. concealed from outside visibility. It was invisible. It was invisible. It was a hole in the earth. It was crazy. Are you talking about great. the Fairy Glen? Is that the place? Uh, I can't. Um, we, did we call it? I mean, because we definitely had a Fairy Glen place. That but might we, have been it. I don't remember it being called that though, but I may be forgetting what we ever called it. Right, and it might. But you could might drive be, like two, three cars back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. But I think it was on the other side, though. But um, <laughs> that was the beautiful thing about rural. And think about urban. You get caught so much more. I mean, trying to hide smoking. Feel bad for. We were running around being able to do it easy. Mm. Just having property. Yeah. Definitely uh, harsh as the buzz low and you're constantly afraid of being caught or for the, the stupid stupid consequences of being caught. Right. It's good not to feel like that anymore. It's good just to go to the shop and buy and just like you're buying anything else, go put it in your car you know, next to your bag of groceries and drive around and not have to fucking be worried about it. Just... It feels so much better now. That's something I definitely want to talk to you about. You have the experience of buying legal weed in what? California? Oregon, mm -hmm. Washington, Washington and British Columbia. British Columbia, yeah. I haven't done it in Denver yet. Ooh. I don't think. Or Colorado. So yeah, right. You have to put that on the list because it was fun there. But so. Uh, what kind of differences have you noticed? Because you've been involved in the medical side as well. But well, California recreational over the last year, huh? Yeah, or however long Washington's been legal, yeah. year plus or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't even, can't remember. 
It, uh, well, California, when I was doing it, was only medical, but you know, this the same concept was there. The selection and and uh, options were it was like a candy store. Uh, Does it feel the same? Like, did the medical dispensary in California feel like the one in Washington? Or does it, is there a different feel to recreational? Hmm. Um, is, is there a difference between recreational and uh, medicinal how it feels to buy? Yeah, like are the shops set up differently or is it just the same, the complete same setup, you know, recreational versus medical? Like when you were a medical patient walking in for, mm. um, like does the bud tender treat you different? As a medical patient compared to now in recreational? Um, kind of depends. <laughs> I'm here holding the space bar down. Because uh, when I was in California, um, right before recreational became legal, so it was almost like the medicinal, I don't want to say it was a joke, but you could get cards so easy. It, it obviously either corrupted by human greed or just kind of becoming a farce um uh, so well the sh- how'd you get yours you i mean you have a legitimate reason but you kind of felt like it was really easy to get even though you have a legitimate reason right yeah um how i got mine in california i just saw a sign on a building um and it said, I forget, uh, same day uh, medical approval or whatever. So, uh, or on the spot. And I was like, that's great. That's exactly what I need because I don't have time for a bunch of run around to go and get a fill paperwork and come back later. Mm-hmm. And do, so I go in right. and it's just like a one room there and a guy sitting there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here for getting medical authorization. And he's like, great, great, fill out this card. You know, and I start filling it out. And as, I'm, as I'm filling it out, and the guy says, oh, yeah, but the doctor's not here right now. And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, this guy, another, here we go with the add ones, you know. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, I've known oh. you for so long. That's a good, oh, I could just feel it inside of you. So I'm still writing now. I'm still That's writing almost now. like a deal breaker right there. I'm surprised I'm like, you just oh. walk out. I'm like, I'm sorry, and I'm looking, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like, but the sign says on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. We, we'll get you covered. We're just going to Skype you in with the doctor. And it kind of just hit me for a second. And, <laughs> and there isn't really much of a like official process. <laughs> you know, I don't even know if I was talking to a real doctor. And this doctor certainly didn't know if I had legitimate problems beyond what I just told him verbally, you know, or over uh-huh. Skype. Right. But that's basically how it went down. Um, how long Skyped did it take? up with the doctor. Oh, just minutes. Oh. Five tops. And I can't remember at any time him asking me if I even had an, a condition. His whole spiel was um, the legalities of buying it and possessing it and transporting it. Um, that you can only go to dispensaries. I, th- uh, hmm. I think 
it has stupid technical laws like it had to be transported in your glove box or trunk or some shit you know um and that was the things that he went over with me and i was like all right cool and uh i think i might have signed some kind of cyber document <laughs> and i got uh, i got my paper and uh so the skype ends with the doctor and i go to a the dude who was kind of whatever his position was there, I asked him, I said, well, where do I go for some, uh, some medicine? And the closest one was like two blocks away. So, so I went in five minutes later, walked out and then was into the dispensary getting some, some super dank. Mm. Oh man. I think you, uh, I think I talked to you that night on some kind of, some form of communication. Well, that was that was California. How easy it was uh, when I got medical here in Washington. Uh, so what kind of spurred that whole thing was I was doing some garage gardening, which at the time wasn't legal, if I remember correct. So I'm out in the garage one day, and I'm tending to my yeah. Uh, Washington had different rules than Alaska does. You're not. It was legal medicinally to have, but you couldn't grow it, correct? Where in Alaska um, you can grow it, but you can't. Couldn't buy it. At the time, medicinal you could grow. You could grow 15, but you couldn't Ooh. grow for a recreational. Gotcha. And at the time, I didn't have medical, so uh, I'm out in the garage one day and I had the doors closed and everything, but I could hear uh, it was a UPS truck pulling into the driveway, and the. the the garage is very close to the front door of the house, so I'm in there, you know, the lights are all going and the fans and everything. And I, I stop. I'm like a church mouse in there. I can hear the UPS man walk up the sidewalk with the package, you know, and I, I hear the package hit the, the front, like by the front door. I'm so quiet. I hear the UPS man pause, you know, and then I can hear the UPS man walk away and gets back his truck, drives away. So... I'm on the phone like a little later with my friend uh, Schwartzy. I was like, Schwartzy, I think I'm going to have to kill the UPS man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, dude, just go get your medical card and you won't have to worry about that. So that's what uh, drove me to do that. So, but, uh, but in Washington, it was slightly more complicated. I went and saw a doctor uh, who I might have been some homeopath or something, but I don't know, recognized by the state. And uh, I'll never forget, you know, I wore a nice shirt, had my story straight. So I was ready to do my sales pitch and everything. Uh, um, but none of that was needed. The doctor's like, so, you know, what do you think you can use cams for? And it's like, ah, you know, I could use better sleep at night. And uh, she's like, yeah, you probably could. So uh, you know, <laughs> do, you know, do you know the differences between the strains and what you want to look for? And I was like, yeah, I've looked at it on the Internet. She's like, cool. And um, so I had the card. I think that was pretty much same day too, but it took a little more time. Uh, but that, I think that was the first like legal quote-unquote purchase I ever made. Uh, unless you was in Vancouver when we bought it. I can't remember if that was legal or street. No, that was on the street. Mm. Then that was my first truly legal, even though it was medical purchase. But And that was at... Uh, I believe it was a cannabis uh, farmer's market. And it was the first and maybe still the only cannabis farmer's market 
Oh, great. Ever. Um, so that I walked out of the doctor and I walked, it was maybe five, six blocks away. It was close to, and it was like eight, 10 dispensaries in one building. And so talk about mm. like in a candy shop, uh, man, I walked out of there with so much, uh, crazy did, stuff. Was each dispensary in a, in a different stall or just mm. completely like, yeah. like you'd imagine a farmer's market, like just you walk up to each different one. Oh man. And it was indoors because you know, you can't have anything outdoors in Seattle. Right. Um, but oh, it was man, like a awesome. large building and they were semi, you know, they were all spread out, but yeah, just imagine indoor farmers market. And very competitive with each other, huh? Oh yeah. That was crazy. Definitely. I mean, they got to walk past each other <laughs> in their little market and they're all hungry for business. But uh, boy, there's just so many strains. I can't, I can't remember what I got. But that was a special day. That was a good day. <laughs> and then just to drive home and not really be fucking worried about it anymore. Were you just not worried about it? Did you? Were you able to completely let it go then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So a couple of moments. Yeah, got it. Even if it, even if it was a minor crime, it's still bullshit that you have to deal with. That you. <laughs> You don't want it to happen any more than a speeding ticket, so uh, it's nice that you don't have to worry about it. It's a Yes, it's so nice. I can't wait to. I don't think I've bought in Washington yet. I mean, right when I can each time I've been down there, it's not been. Uh, I've bought by myself, but not with you. We haven't gone in and bought anything. Have we? Well, together? I don't think so. Yeah. I yeah, think well, you always you always have to wait outside in the car for some reason. Uh, I wonder why that is. We must have only gone to like a medical place. Yeah, like in Washington, when, when you were here, I had medical, but the dispensaries don't let you enter unless you have a card. So you weren't able yeah. to come in there. And the same thing in California, because um, recreational wasn't uh, hip there either at the time. So I couldn't take you into those dispensaries. Uh, tell me this. I Well, here's a very fun weed memory I have. Uh, mm -hmm. Is living on the East Coast, I had met Leslie and we were driving like up to Massachusetts and down to the Florida Keys. And you hooked me up with, uh, I can't remember, like a quarter pound or something. No. And that thing was the stash bag that would never end. It was amazing. Uh, it oh, lasted wow. uh, forever. And every, I remember every time looking into that stash popping the top on it and just being happy that I had it and I didn't have to worry about going to get it because I you know we lived uh, in places where you know it wasn't like a home for us didn't know many people certainly we dealers at the time and uh, and just having that huge stash uh, all those months uh, oh man that was just so much fun it would always be such a good memory for me Oh, I'm so happy. I think that was that you probably came through at the peak of me running cannabis, like getting <laughs> lots of pounds and bringing it 
down to um, other people and d- drop it off, like just doing a running system. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for yeah, that would be the only I that would be the only way when I had that that much. I, yeah, because it must not have been um, wasn't expensive either to get that much either, was it? I think, yeah. I can't even remember what I paid for it. I honestly don't. Um, but I remember, if I remember correctly, it was part of a brick because I think I've got like a corner of it. <laughs> and you, and you wanted see, that part. Like that part felt like good. That the, was the only thing. The angular corner. Oh, it was hilarious. Yeah, definitely I wanted that because that was the compact part of the bud. Get the most bud per weight mm. ratio. <laughs> Oh, yes, I smashed all that into a, a huge Tupperware. Not one, not huge, but large for stash container Tupperware. That thing mm, just lasted forever. Uh, very good. God, I remember smoking that like on the beach in the forest, like out wading in the mangroves of Florida, getting chased by sharks and stuff. It just spurned a lot of good a lot of good times oh that's cool to have one strain with you for that long had one type oh man that was nuts those were good times some people call me the space cowboy yeah some call me the gangster of love some people call me Maurice <laughs> Is there a difference between going into a recreational medical shop now in Washington? Uh, Are there those uh, things? You mean like hurdles to jump through? Uh, no, like if, like when you go into a recreational, are there any differences than when you go to medical? Oh. Well, Are medical like tax is different or cheaper. Uh, medical for a while was untaxed in Washington, if I remember correctly, at the state level, but could be at the city level, somewhere around there. Because one dispensary mm-hmm. I went to, they did have tax. They just rolled it into the cost, your cost, your retail. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington, yeah, there's definitely tax. You get, you see it on the receipt and everything. I always like looking at the receipt, um, only because you've see, looked at so many receipts in your life, you know, for uh, refrigerator or gallon of milk, <laughs> uh, oil change, two grams of super purple uncle. <laughs> you know, it's just good to see that on a receipt. Uh, yeah, you are so right. You are but so yeah, right. Washington, there's tax. California, I can't remember. I don't know what they did for medical tax. And I'm sure they'll tax a fuck out of recreational. Uh, that'll be a shitload of good money for them. Uh, yeah, there's. And the other thing was you would get buds from jars, you know, like this big mythical glass jars in the medical settings but you don't really see that much in the recreational a lot of it seems nowadays all prepackaged and which is understandable that's businesses run efficiently and traceably but it was always nice to go into the medical and use the big jar and they're, they're either 
under the case and you look and they'll pull it out for you um, mm -hmm. and hold, hold the glass top open and the guy say, go ahead, smell <laughs> it and get your face down close and they waft a couple uh, handfuls of air up into your face and um, that, I know that's a romantic memory and experience, but boy, that's the way it should be done. I, yeah, first time when I was in Colorado, I had a similar experience. First time, just got taken in, and I would kept on telling them the whole time, "Am I taking your time? Am I going too slow?" And you just kept on saying, "No, it's cool, slow, it's fine." Mm. He did the same thing with me. It was a good time, taking my time, not feeling rushed. It's definitely I a good mean, part of the experience. Th some of them would had to have like a little light, um, little desk light. You know, a foot tall, a foot and a half tall, whatever, the kind that bends, and they would flick that on over the jar opening, and you can, you can you know, as you loom over it, and see all those crystally nuggets down there, and uh, I mean those those days are light years apart from the uh, <laughs> trash we'd we'd smoke down by the bridge <laughs> with oh, the black mamba snake. Uh, <laughs> I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight toker I sure don't want to hurt no one I'm a picker, I'm a grinner, I'm a lover, and I'm a sinner You guys having any uh, public safety issues here in Washington right now? Mm, no, I have not heard any. Awesome, just uh, nothing. No, um... What were they saying? Uh, I mean, there are last story I heard or saw was there. There was um, an issue of ordinances. Like it's technically not legal to smoke weed on the sidewalk, and there are laws on the books, <laughs> you know, for a fine for doing that. And then, you know, whatever, that's great. Is it just the sidewalk, or is it public consumption? Like public consumption, basically. And, you know, and like Seattle, I don't know what the fine is, $24. And some cities, it's $76. And some, you know, and then there's uh, the issue of enforcement. Someone was upset that people were smoking in a public place and they went to the cop that was standing nearby. And the cop was like, eh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I can't, can't really do anything. And so, and then I made it up to the state level. So I think they're trying to standardize the whole public consumption penalty uh nice. but yeah there's not i have not heard of you know nobody is uh whacked out on it and slides into a school bus full of kids <laughs> you know that never happened um so yeah when it, i remember when it went legal here it was um thing for a while maybe six months you know you would see and hear a lot about it and uh, social media or pop culture or whatever, but then it just kind of faded away, and now it's just a, a thing. Is the way I see it. It just I no love one's it. love it, love it. Yeah, people don't even joke about it anymore. Um, and then when I go to the shop, it's just so cool to see so many different people that you know. It's it's obvious when people are different than you. They have a much nicer car, or they just look like they have a lot more money or they're in a different walk of life and but when you go to the weed shop and <laughs> you yes. see all these different people there uh, old ladies and 
the soccer moms and just crazy shit and just guys that are just there to buy shit and get fucked up and guys <laughs> like me here just like oh I can't believe this <laughs> I'm a joker I'm a smoker I'm a midnight toker I get my love and I'm on the run I'm a bigger I'm a grinner I'm a lover and I'm a sinner Music in the sun. Thank you, thank you. Uh, to stand in front of that big lit up showcase, and yeah, they must have 30, 40 strains, you know, in the various small packages oh. under the, and you just stand there and bless the light from the case kind of just shines on you. <laughs> oh, How yeah. much is a uh, an ounce? What's an ounce? Well, what's the maximum amount you can buy? Can you buy more than an ounce? Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. I haven't tried to buy that much recreational. Um, I think a quarter is the most I've ever got. I don't really know what the limit is. Well, what's a quarter selling for right now? Mm, man, are you going to make me do math right now? It's an easy. You can't. You uh, can't. What do they sell it by the gram? Yeah, I've seen it grams there's a slight break for quarters um grams were anywhere from 13 to 20 i think for super high-end stuff so you do the math oh wow so you just go in and um like you can say give me five grams or give me three grams or two grams um yeah i mean i think it can depend on the shop and what increments Mm -hmm. they want to sell it um I think, uh, but yeah, sometimes they're just in gram packages or two grams. Sometimes they're only in eighths. Um, I think quarters are available, uh, or they'll just mix and match to do whatever combo. But, you know, I think they almost. <laughs> uh, but I don't, I don't know what the limit is for. Uh, there must be, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I've heard that sometimes no they're just crazy. Party, party go like that. Alaska definitely will put the kibosh on it. It's just the ounce. Like, man. Medic- medicinal, it was much different. I think. I, mean, I used to buy quarters and halves. There's always the uh, long arm of Rancho Relaxo that was going on during that time. But it was. Uh, again, just getting these huge. They would give it to you in large plastic containers. It was just great. With their little medical sticker on the side that made it all legitimate. <laughs> right. The, the lies. That's what we're starting. Uh, what is it? Uh, marijuana may be, may, ad- may be addictive and hazardous to your health. May impair driving. and uh, I should know more I of them think... by heart. Yeah, I think the ones I've seen now have always said, uh, yeah, do not operate machinery or drive a car. Yeah. Uh, do not I, breastfeed and be pregnant while smoking. I remember. So I always put some of these things into perspective, you know, versus the early days, the, the lean years, the hard times. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of think about it in contrast with that. And you know, and we would only get one kind or like when I had the never ending stash that you gave me, it was just one kind for 
a long stretch. So I always think about that in contrast with uh, the time you visited the ranch. I can't remember how many strains I had, but it was in the high teens, I think. <laughs> we had yes. spread out it was on quite the, table. the sampler. And just, oh man, faces were melted. <laughs> uh, that was uh, an extraordinary uh, variety. Always makes me think of you know, the epitome of golden years. We will go out on a quick story on that. I had a chance to come down to Rancho Relaxo and visit you, and you had you had entered. Uh, I not entered. I don't know how it is. What is it? Cannabis Cup down there, or the uh, Seattle High Smoke Times, or something? Yeah, it was something like that. The Dank Cup or something. Awesome. Uh, and they gave you like ten sample, twenty samples, ten samples, ten, right? Oh, man, you know, there's always a hook with uh, events nowadays, like the VIP level. For more money, um, you get like a judge's pass and got a sample of everything that was being judged. I think it was like Ah, a gram. Yes. And there were like 12 12 varieties in the competition. So I had saved those, yeah, for your visit and then got this, man six more we, on side. We had our own Olympics. Put them, out, put them to the test. Decided. That was so fun, deciding what uh, the, oh, no, I, I wouldn't say the, the fragrance, taste, high, how long it lasted. We took, we took our job seriously those couple days. Mm. And Afghui, Afghui brought it home, didn't it? Uh, Rancho Relaxo. So, yeah. It was almost it was. kind of it was uh, definitely a good, um, good stone. It was Afgui, who uh, the story goes back in the day was only available through clones, and which is how I got it. Clones, uh, yeah, out in the Secret Garden. Man, grown with love, grown with love and tender love and care. <laughs> My first day, did we did we smoke all? 12 we took like a half uh what half a gram of all 12 and we did a finals like a six and then took them out on a a hike something like that i don't think we were able to smoke them all our first day (laughs) i believe we tried i think we saved some for day two or whatever uh yeah basically yeah and then finished it off in the forest with like oh, an eight-mile. <laughs> yeah, you Hard. pushed me further than... That's one of the things you've done in my life physically. You've pushed me further than I thought I could handle myself. Oh, so many times running behind you of being 10 years old all the way to being 40. <laughs> Chasing uh-huh. you up mountains. Yeah, that got us back to a good spot, though, where there's uh, we were carefree that day. Was the payoff. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Good, good times. My eyes are as squinty as F. Like I can. Uh, yeah. I'm really stoned right now. 
Uh, definitely. I got some, yeah. Got some good. Uh, we got at least, if nothing else, we have a, a time capsule of some stories that are people can listen to. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully, it recorded. That's the one thing. It says it's recording. <laughs> All right, let's uh, uh, let's uh, let's get one more um, toke on. You got a bong tonight? Yeah, I did. That's what <laughs> I think. I'm so trashed. Oh, have it ripped off the old. I, know, I wish I'd have got my bong out. Bubbler in a while. All right, All right signing off. See. Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Toka. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud, search Mid Toka, and farnorthtokers.com. See you!